eight o'clock. I do my killing after breakfast. Welcome to the science fiction rating system. We do scores now. Deal with it. That's our new. Uh, that's our new catchphrase. Uh, but really, this is the podcast that uh, aims to rank every science fiction film one to infinity. Uh, and I can't do that job on my own. My name's Alex Humphrey, and I am joined by Chris Redding. Hey, Chris. Hello. Hello. He's still got his Back to the Future hat on and his DJ headphones. What if you're wearing headphones and you had that thing on? It'd look super weird. We just I think you just put them over the top. Yeah, maybe. Or a cap, a sideways cap. Uh, and Sam Draper. Uh, how, how, how's your cat? Recovered. Seems all right. Yeah, okay. she normally like does that for a bit, and then we'll wake up tomorrow morning. There'll be some big hairball on the floor mm. somewhere. Okay. I often tread in it. Oh, that's nice. Um. So we are here to discuss Back to the Future Part Three, the 1990s conclusion to Zemeckis and Bob Gale's Back to the Future trilogy. Um. And they didn't make any more, and that was good, wasn't it? That was good, yeah. You know, yeah. like I don't mean to be horrible about how my... long until we get new. Well, I don't mean to be mean. I, I think when Fox dies, yeah. So this is the thing: Michael J. That's Fox got ill, and they said they wouldn't do it without him and Christopher Lloyd. And in a way, that kind of saved the fact that we didn't have to suffer through any kind of any more sequels, didn't or reboots, or I don't know. Mm. I don't want that. I don't want any more. Um, they were. They've they've done like. Other stuff, haven't they? They're both in the... uh, There's a game, isn't there? They're both in... Yes. I I think I read that the game is the nearest... Bob Gale said that the game is the nearest to a sequel that... It is terrible. Oh, is it not good? It was like five parts, and I only played the first two, because it is is not Back to the Future at all. Okay. And Christopher Lloyd sounds so old in it. Well, I mean, he's old, isn't he? Yeah. He's old. So, Back to the Future 3 starts just after Back to the Future 2, so basically immediately after... Uh, Marty is stranded in the 50s. Um, Doc has been catapulted back in the DeLorean to 1885. Uh, He's left Marty a letter saying he's absolutely fine. Uh, Don't come and get him, doesn't he? He just said, go home. It'll all be okay. Don't worry about me. Yeah, I'm loving my life. I'm a blacksmith. I'm a blacksmith. Everything's great. Don't worry about me. You just get yourself home. Uh, And that's that, really. Um, I oh, he said, didn't he say like he's left directions for his counterpart to build him a ship to go forward, doesn't he? Mm. Yes. He says you've got to go and see other Doc Brown to repair the DeLorean. He's hidden the DeLorean oh, in, the mine, in a yeah, mine, in mine shaft, yeah, and in yeah. the DeLorean that he's hidden is, the is also the, the blueprints to how to rebuild the flux capacitor, the flux capacitor yeah. I think, or the time circuits, yeah. Um, it's. I read that uh, basically Michael J. Fox jokes that he'd like to go to the old western meet cowboys if you could go to a time period and that's kind of why they came up with this whole thing that seems a bit tenuous just Michael J Fox fancy being in the western so they made the whole thing from that that kind of feels a bit weird um, they also had to do it in that that we talked last time about how um, grueling it was they made two and three over 11 months but it was all because of Michael J Fox had an extended break from family ties mm. um, so it's kind of his fault that it went that they had to do it that way. It seems a bit like, like bit it seems a bit harsh, but yeah. Um, He's a busy man. It's not a, it's not his fault. Just a busy man. No. Uh, so when was the last time you guys saw Back to the Future 3? Is it one you watched a lot, Chris, or not so much? No. Again, when it was on TV, I'll check it out. Mm. I wouldn't go looking for it. Wouldn't go, yeah. Uh, people didn't seem to like it as much, right? So 
Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I saw it very much at all. Sam, you're a big Back to the Future 2 fan. How about three? I've seen three a lot less than one and two. I've still seen it a lot, an awful lot, but a lot less than one and two. Is it time to mention the critical reception? Because or should that later on? Because there's a weird thing about the critical reception of these films. I don't know. You can talk. You can say it if you well, want. So Chris just said there how everyone says three's work the worst and yeah. two, right? And that's that is my understanding of the world. Okay, mm. and I thought that very recently three had been reappraised as the better one. Right. However, it's not true. Two was always the worst reviewed. Way way worse reviewed than three, and three oh. was was heralded as return to form when it came out. Oh. Which is wild to me because I always thought people didn't like three at all. That's right? weird. Yeah, it yeah. is weird, isn't it? That's mm. weird. Yeah, but it's just not true. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess. I mean, ultimately, three is very different because you are in a very. Uh, you know, the time periods they've been jumping around in have been more recognizable, I guess. Mm. You know, and also the time yeah. period within this makes this a western do you know what i mean like well, if you think about the 80s what go out to the 50s and the 80s yeah that's because it was a mechas and gales childhood and when this came out when the first came out in 84 didn't it or 85 yeah mm. you'd have most of your viewership would remember the 50s wouldn't they yeah. That yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah no one would remember the wild west no. so it, so that alone makes it a very different prospect but also that. yeah and also i'd say that one and two the structures of them or the narratives don't really change there's no like oh we're in the 50s so it has to have like a, a hot rod race or yeah, yeah, yeah. oh it has to have like okay it does have a dance but it doesn't have to have a dancing like a jive yeah. competition or something so mm. or like we're in the future so it has to have aliens with this it is in the wild west so you kind of have to have the tropes of a wild west film which i don't yeah. know so it's, maybe it's bad i don't know maybe it's good but yes yeah, so a doc uh the 1950s doc has just sent the 19 the original marty from one back so then the Marty from 2 shows up and is like, oh, Doc, you got to send me back again, I guess he's saying. Um, so they kind of, you get a bit of business with they go back to his house, don't they? You see um, his dog. Christopher Lloyd um, reads, the, reads the letter for about 10 minutes. Yeah. Mm. And he's very compelling the way he reads it, but it's a long scene that is of him. He gets... Uh, he gets like he gets a bit choked up about himself, doesn't he? Like, yeah, yeah, that's quite good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I never knew I could be so uh, like so nice like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's it's basically like yeah, old Doc and Doc, the real Doc back in time is just saying, don't come after me. It's all fine. Uh, just get yourself back here. Um, and then they they make that joke about the fact that he says, oh, there's worse places you could get stuck in. Like if you got stuck in the Dark Ages, he'd be burnt as a heretic. Yeah. stuff like that like <laughs> uh so yes yeah, so they get the uh, they get the delorean out of the mines um and this That's a thing, cool scene yeah, yeah. yeah. and they you kind of they start talking about Jules Verne here don't they that kind yes, of comes yeah. in early on about yeah. the because yeah. <clears throat> they talk well it's funny isn't it because they talk about the time machine and 2000 leagues under the no, yeah they talk about journey to center earth and 2000 leagues under the sea they never mention the time machine but I guess that's <laughs> <Yeah>. deliberate <laughs> like I guess that's like a, the point I'll, I'll, this as well I'll, I'll say I think this is really clunky you think like, the way they telegraph this Jules Verne thing the way like, they walk into that thing he just suddenly starts going by the way my favourite author is Jules Verne <laughs> you might like to know that like just out of nowhere like, yeah it's... I mean it's a lot in a different in, in, a, in a, a stark contrast to one and two there's quite a like a, a long build up in this isn't there there's a lot of just Doc and Marty mm. hanging out 
It's like, a much slower film. It's a much slower film. It's yeah. a much slower build-up. Yeah. Um, you know, you're kind of being fed little bits here and there. Um, the dog basically finds uh, Doc's uh, grave, which yeah. says that... He, I don't know whether the dog is just like... Like that, and they're like, "Oh, a grave! What?" Um, I love that joke when uh, when the doc was around. He goes, "Marty, don't stand there." Oh, yeah. he stood on his grave. That's yeah, a good joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so basically, what the, the what the grave says is that he died on September seventh, eighteen eighty five, shot in the back by Buford Tannen over the matter of eighty dollars. And then at the bottom it says, "Isn't it on the grave?" It says like from his beloved Clara. Clara, yeah, that's yeah, who yeah. made put the grave there. Yeah. More about that later. <laughs> I've got something about that. Oh, okay. uh, I think went the plot of the film. I was like, yeah. uh, no, no, no. Well, <laughs> yes, as well. But yeah. So obviously, at this point, fifties Doc and Marty are like, well, hold on, that's a crap future. He's literally lives one day after the the letter that he sent me. This is bullshit. I've got to go back to cowboy time and mm. sort him out. So they do a bit. They go to the library, do a bit of a, a library uh, investigations. Uh, look at some uh, old pictures of old uh, Buford Tannen, who's called Mad Dog, mm. uh, but he doesn't like being called that, and he kills people if they call him that. Uh, there's also the weird picture of Marty's family, where you see, but in that that's got that is, isn't it? That is Marty in that. Yeah, but it's not. It's like later, isn't it? He yeah, looks very different, doesn't it? Too? It's it's not anyone else though, is it? Like it's not Lorraine. Like it's not the um the, his mum, is it? She's not in that. In that picture. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, right. Uh, and then also the the important thing is they find the picture of Doc standing next to a giant clock, which is gets very significant later on. Yeah. Um, so... A lot's happening, but, as I say, the difference here is a lot's being talked about, isn't it? You're not really... It's been not fifteen minutes, but you're time. not flying through space. You're not jumping straight in. You've got a lot of build up here. Did you? Like, I think it's quite a nice. If you brought watching back to back, it's a nice breather. Yes, <laughs> isn't it? Like that's it just how sort of calms it calms down. For yes, a bit. in fact, that's how it works. After going straight from yeah. the, the hecticness of two, it is nice to relax in. But if you think about this as a cinematic experience, you'd have waited like what six months? Yeah, did you nine say nine months to go? Nine yeah. months to then go in and sit and be like, why are they talking so long? Like, come on, like. So it was six months actually. That's wild, isn't it? Like <laughs> they got around yeah. that fast. Yeah. November and May they came out. So they, yeah, they, they they kind of sort the Delorean out and they go to a drive-through to uh to like then to launch it. And it's quite not. I like that drive-through set. It's really good, isn't it? Because it's kind mm. of a, a themed a fifties. It's a Wild West themed um, drive-through. Yeah. Did you notice the Clint Eastwood thing here? No. So when he goes to the car, he, he says, oh, um, oh, it comes out, Mike comes out and goes, I look like Clint Eastwood. Yeah, he's got and weird Martin clothes Doc, on, hasn't he? Like, yeah, nav. and Doc goes, who's that? Yeah. And Marty goes, oh, you don't know him yet, right? And he looks to his left where there's two posters on the wall yeah. for, for sci-fi films oh, yeah. in the 50s. Yeah. And they're really early Clint Eastwood films. He was a, like, a bit part in those two films. Oh, that's So you're cool. saying, like, oh, you wouldn't know him yet because he's not a star yet, basically. Oh, but those are films. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Clever, isn't it? Yeah, that is yeah. good. Yeah, that's a good one. Love that um, attention to detail again. It's so yeah. Well, I mean, the the only see this is this has got I think the lamest. See, I think there's a load of really clever callbacks and links and all that. This has got the lamest one where the bottom of the screen is a bunch of Native Americans on horses. Yeah, and he's driving at that, and when he goes back in time, 
then that's but the things. But it's also, like it's so obvious that that's what's going to happen. Like it's a bit annoyingly it is obvious. obvious. And also, when Mike gets in the car and he's like, "Oh, Doc, I'm going to hit those Indians," and Doc's yeah. like, "You're not thinking tri-dimensional, yeah. whatever." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "When you go back in time, they won't be there." It's like, yeah. Marty, how fucking thick are you, mate? Like, yeah. you know, you already know that. Yeah, like, this is his first third movie. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. it's obvious the sign won't be there, but no, it's that's... a bit. That feels like catching the audience up, doesn't it? Or like, like perhaps you've come in on episode three. And yeah, not just I just the first two. I just felt like the film's normally much cleverer than that I don't definitely, they're not yeah, normally telegraph yeah. a joke that obviously mm. like yeah. so yeah I don't yeah. like that bit but yeah so basically he drives he drives it works Dorian works he's back in time and then this is a very long like he's being chased by the Indians it's he a great has, visual isn't it though? yeah it looks amazing the, the bouncing across the, the sand all yeah there. there's it really because don't there's not as many Back to the Future in general is not a long shot film is it really? That's true, actually. No, you're right. More close, isn't it? They try yeah, and keep yeah, close yeah. on things. This is quite epic, long shots of the mountains and like yeah, show yeah. to again to show that he is in a different environment and all that. Again, that, that's why the third is so like. Again, it's so strange they're made at the same time because the third film films feels so different, doesn't it? Like you say, yeah. there's long shots and the pace of it and stuff like that, and like every aspect of it is retooled in such a massive way. Yeah. When the second one like clung so closely to the way the first one was sort of constructed, yeah, mm. it's just like I don't know. I just I would love to have been in the room they're writing it. Cause I just cannot believe how you would, yeah, do this. Envision do, and then thinking, oh, we're going to do them both within six months of each other. Like <laughs> what the fuck? It's just wild. This yeah. is crazy. No, this love is like it. Key and Peel sketch, isn't it? Again, the, the oh, the go- Gremlins one. Gremlins. Oh yeah, the Gremlins yeah, Gremlins like yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I mean, yeah. So he's, so he's chased by native. He's like chased by native Americans. And he's chased by the cavalry. Then he parks the DeLorean in a cave, and it, it they the arrows hit the fuel line. Then there's a bear chasing him, and like <laughs> yes. it just goes on. And like, it's just so much, isn't it? And then he runs and smacks into a fence. And yeah. then we're back in kind of more familiar territory. Seamus stands over him and it's just Marty with a fake ginger beard and a bad kind of Irish accent, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, we're looped into this same scene that's in all the films where he wakes up asking for his mum and it it's not his mum. It's Leah Tom- Thompson as as Seamus's wife, which, as you say, ancestrally makes no sense because... So what are they reads, trying to say here? That because McFly the, name goes down his dad's line. Yeah, well, it means that so when so when Marty's dad meets Lorraine, right? Yeah, Lorraine must be directly related to Marty's grandmom. Oh God, that's because 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 that's so the guy in the eighties is Marty McFly's great granddad, isn't it? Yeah. So his great grandma looks exactly the same as his mum. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And the dads look. Oh no! Actually, no. Hang on. The dad looks different, doesn't he? Though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! That's no because Crispin Glover is the dad. Yeah. Him, this right? is his dad's line. This is his dad's. You're mm. going down the family tree on his dad's side, but you've got his mum there. So hang on. So, the, so all the McFlies look the same, except for the Crispin Glover generation. Yeah. Yeah. And all the other side have had looked the same, regardless. Yes. Yeah. It's very odd. What it what it should have been is the the mum should have been. Uh, Michael J. Fox in drag? Would that make more sense? So, there'd be two Michael J. Foxes married to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 the dad should be Crispin Glover, shouldn't it? The dad. Because I was about 80s. to say, that it, I was about to say, the, the, the mum should have been Elizabeth Shue, but that would have been even worse because 
That's his girlfriend in That's the future. That's his girlfriend. The mum mm. should have just been someone else. No, but, but ancient Marty McFly should be Crispin Glover, shouldn't it? Yes, but you couldn't have mm. Crispin Glover, as we discussed last week, because he was he was well out at this point. Yeah. Again, for a film that is so on its attention to details, it just seems so sloppy. Yeah. I know it's a good it's gag. It's just because they want that gag. Like, yeah, they just really it, want that. It's re- you know. Yeah. You've already had problems of incest in that first film. Like, don't let Logan watch this one. It'll be like, nothing makes any sense. No. We all related, like, yeah. <laughs> go back all the way. But yes, there's a lot of stuff. With, so basically, William, who is their baby, is mm. Marty's first relative that was born in America, isn't he? And there's there's that That's funny bit where down. he's like, they're all, and they keep they keep saying that oh, he doesn't take to anyone that baby, which is a really weird thing to say. Like, oh, baby, yeah. that baby hates everyone apart from you, <laughs> so you must be special, like. Um, but then he wheezes on him anyway. So, um, uh, but yeah. Anyway, so we go to Marty's looking for Doc, and he goes into and there's this brilliant shot of the Hill Valley train station, and the camera kind of goes up and over onto the town square. It's lovely, yeah. But obviously, the town lovely square stuff. isn't the town square we know at all, is it? No. But there are. I did. Did you see that there are some things that are related? There's a the horse dealership. Yeah. Uh, is owned by the Stortlers. Which is the Stutler, Statler Toyota, yeah, and the Statler Motors Stud Baker, or whatever. They're all the. They say it's the same name of the car mm. place as well. Strickland's um, the sheriff. Yep, yeah. uh, Strickland's the sheriff. Then is the mayor there? The the black. No, mayor? the black mayor. No, Goldie's Goldie. not there. Uh, but the big thing is that they're building the clock tower. Mm. So this is the invention of the clock tower, which is a really nice again. It's really nice that we're everything is hinged around this clock tower. Um, yeah, we're kind neat. of looping back to that. Um, there's a Marty goes into the saloon, and you've got these three. You've got these kind of three old old timers who basically they're all all three of those old blokes were all in loads of in westerns, westerns, like yeah, loads yeah, of old western actors. Yeah, the yeah. ones. Pers- I love the guy with the you know the yeah. voice like that. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he's very yeah, he's really funny. Um, is so, he is he in Robin Hood, the Disney Robin Hood? I you think know, um, he is. There's a character that has that voice, and I think yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds a lot like I him. think it is him, yeah. I think yeah. that is him, yeah. Because uh, the saloon is where the Cafe 80s is and the malt shop. So yeah. that's the same, like, we're again, we're looping locations. What, um, how, how are you two into Westerns at all? Do you like Western films? Well, recently I am. I wasn't when... We wa- when we were young and we were watching these. I don't mind westerns. Yeah. They're not one of my favourites, but I would watch a western. Similar to you, Chris. I didn't like them then, but I have like watched quite a few as an adult and enjoyed... Yeah. Like Unforgiven is one of my favourite films. Oh, yeah. And I love all yeah. the uh, Sergio Leone ones. Yeah. So, like, I had a more of an appreciation for it now, I think, than I mm. would have done then. Yeah. But the yeah. thing is, though, it doesn't... It feels to me like that kind of... Not a spaghetti western. It feels like an old Hollywood western, doesn't it? This, yeah, this yeah, yeah. version of Hollywood, which I'm less into than the kind of the yeah. later yeah. versions of it. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So as happens every time, uh, Biff, but not Biff, Mad Dog Tannen comes in, and there's a bit where he. But it's weird, isn't it? Because the Biff in this is just like this is not mucking around. Biff, he shoots him. Yeah. Pretty much straight away, he shoots at him. Yeah. Makes him Dance. makes him do a moonwalk. Um, and then he like ropes him and then hangs him. And I think yeah. it said that actually, like Michael J. Fox nearly actually did hang. Like he was rent, uh, Tannen tries to lynch, uh, Michael J. Fox and Michael J. Fox accidentally hanged rendering unconscious for a short time. 
It's in his autobiography that he says that that. So actually, is, is asphyxiation related to Parkinson's? I think he already had Parkinson's at this point. Oh right, probably didn't make it better. (laughs) Also, what makes it worse is that Tom Wilson did all his lasso and riding stunts himself. So that is actually the blood. Yeah, 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 he's actually did it. So it's uh, he's so good again. He's so good at this role. He's so much fun. Yeah, but and again, like you say, he's a different Biff, isn't he? Yeah, he's a proper menacing. He's a violent, really violent, nasty. And he also he doesn't even really look like himself, does he? Does such a good job with that beard and stuff, and the way like he, he holds his. He holds his body like down, like he kind of like that. Yeah. Is he like, like he slouches to the side. Like that he just looks. Yeah, everything about him looks different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, Doc comes in, saves the day with his weird high tech. I love that sniper, uh, rifle. sniper rifle. That's a yeah, great really... sniper rifle, isn't it? You know what? I hate steampunk yeah, as too. a thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but this is virgin on steampunk. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Were you definitely later on? <laughs> were you out? Mm. Were you, does it put you a bit out though, Chris, with the steampunk? Yeah. No, no, I mean, I just hate it so with a passion. Yeah. 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 Have you ever been to um, uh, Whitby, Chris, and the steampunk festivals? No. Yeah, well, I, I've been to Whitby, but... I w- you yeah. wouldn't go there. Yeah, I, went, I went the week after it, and then the remnants of it, and that was enough to be like... <laughs> there was still an old guy with a... <laughs> totally, with a, a few around. Monocle. Yeah, monocle, yeah. yeah. tap hat. <laughs> it's a bit of uh, Wild Wild West territory, isn't it? It's going to this. Definitely. I, I don't know why yeah. Western and steampunk seem to go together quite. Yeah. Mm, that's well. true. But yeah. Well, it's a steam, I suppose. Steam. It's the steam. <laughs> Lots of steam. It's all about the steam. Yeah. Uh, so in this, in this convoluted uh, dialogue section, we understand that the Biff's horse was reshoed, but because it was not... Well, then he fell off the horse... And then he drops some whiskey. So basically, Biff says, or Mad Dog says that he, the, the doc owes him eighty dollars, and and Marty's like, "That's the eighty dollars." Um, right. So again, right? Yeah. This feels so tossed off, and like mm. it just could be anything. And yeah. Like, that I guess that might be the point. But again, it's not Back to the Future. Everything is so integral to everything else. Why is this not related to the clock tower in some way, See, or to another relative in some way, or something I like that? You know? did link this in that isn't this doesn't. Biff argue in the very beginning of one Biff mm. turns up to and says to George oh I crashed your car like have you got insurance and he does this whole thing about his car like he crashed George's car but he's like blaming him for it and then late in right. two in two isn't he arguing about re- the guy removing the manure from his hot rod and says it's your yeah. fault that you didn't like so is this like? Oh uh, right, so he's got a history of like. Well, it's not like accepting it's not. I'm not giving. I'm not saying it's clever, but is it like Biff always argues the toss over this kind of yeah. like a that money? Links in mm. it, I guess. Yeah. That's the only thing I could think of. But I, I it's agree. A bit with lame, you, isn't it? Though, like, yeah, I don't know. But also, don't you think Doc is quite different in this film? He's a bit more of a bullshit Doc. He's a bit more confident. He's a bit more. Yeah. He's more. He's different. He's how, bit, how long has he been back in the Wild West for? When they go back, I can't remember. I think he's been there a while, hasn't he? He must have been there. Must have been a while. Massive fridge. Oh god, yeah, yeah. But he's a. So you could believe that his character would have evolved as he's now living as a frontiersman, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's become more kind of bolshy, a bit more confident, a bit more. He's he's challenging. He won't he won't give uh, he won't give Mad Dog the money. He says, "Oh, whatever, you can come and get it off me if you want." Like that. Um, I I think he's. Dark Brown in this for me, I I, I like I kind of I love the idea of like Crystal Lord is a leading man. I think he looks really good when he has to like you know, he yeah. his jaw forward. And he's like very mm. much like the leading man kind of thing. 
But at the same time, I do miss old Doug. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it yeah. is kind of incongruous because, okay, he's been there years, but we've just come from the future, haven't we? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So yeah. he's different. not our Doc, no. is he? No, he isn't. And as you say, I mean, that is the thing of this film. This is Doc's story. This is his love story. Yeah, but it's the best thing. It's not our Doc story, is no. it? No. Like, it's a different Doc to the Doc we've been with. For, yes, true. But for, it does mean that Marty's a little bit of a side character. Again, which again, I don't. I think that's. A, I think that that duality of like focus on one extreme. I think that's a really good, clever idea. Mm. I just wish they'd have found a way to have made it more. You know, like the the first film, it, it takes that Martin McFly and, and puts him in the second one. But but that Doc isn't in this film. It's a different Doc, like you yeah. say. So it's like a yeah. I don't know. yeah, yeah. So the so kind of plot wise, he goes back to Doc's house and the mayor shows up and says, "Oh, the new teacher's coming in. You said you'd go and meet her at the station." I read that they were trying to get Ronald Reagan to be the mayor in yeah, this, that, which yeah, would be yeah. that would have been just, brilliant. He's just coming out of office, wasn't he? Yeah, that would have so. been absolutely brilliant. But it's, yeah. it, it, would it? But it would have been a good link to this in the second film. I guess, yeah. I don't know. I don't. It's a piece of shit, isn't he? Though, and it wasn't <laughs> a good actor either. So <laughs> no, it would have been okay. a bit. <laughs> I mean, he's in it for two seconds. It would have been. Oh, wouldn't yeah, have been okay, much, okay, but yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so then there's a lot of talking again now about the DeLorean and how they're going to get it to work. And Marty's like, oh, uh, there's no petrol. The petrol line's broke. And they're like, oh, but we can't make crew, We can't make petrol. But see, I got confused here because aren't there... I liked all that stuff. Oh, you liked all that? Okay. Yeah. Aren't there two DeLoreans at this point? Hang on. What, so what, what aspect do you like about that? They're, they're trying to work I like how he's like physically is explaining how having a DeLorean is of no use because yeah. there's no mm. roads. Yeah. yeah. There's no gas. Yeah. yeah. No, that's like true. Yeah. the physical boundaries of like where science is. Yeah. I find yeah. that quite interesting. Well, he says, oh, like... I've got a scientific question for you actually, Chris, you mm. know, when they put the DeLorean on the, the tracks, mm. would the You're gauge asking about fit? the track gauge, yeah. the gauge, would the gauge fit the tires? Or could you question. modify a car to fit the gauge in a way that, I mean, be... you could modify it probably. I don't know what a, I mean, someone must have looked into this. Uh, is that because that gauge. would that be a narrow gauge? Wouldn't it be a wide gauge? Wouldn't it? No, no, it'd just be US <laughs> US gauge. gauge US which gauge, is like five feet, six feet, or something. It's wider than ours, yeah. for instance. And who's the person? Might be too wide, person. you know. That's what I thought. That's what. But I then they, I think, it looks like they've just put on wheels on the side of the other wheel, so it might be fine. I don't right, know. Okay. I, I don't think it's a big technical issue that part of it. No, I find <laughs> no. it quite. I don't know. I I just seen it. I found it hard to believe that a DeLorean would have the same, you know, difference in wheelbase as a, as a as a train. Well, let's check out what's the DeLorean <laughs> DeLorean <laughs> Lorian wheelbase uh, wheel. So what's the, what would you call it? The yeah the um, uh, width. That's got exists. It's seventy eight inches, mm-hmm. and the US track gauge is. <laughs> What is it? Oh, fuck, there's tons. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, uh, it's North, in 1885. North American gauge. In 1885. Five foot, I think. In 1885. It's not ours. It's not the same as ours because uh, ours is like four foot, seven and a half inches or something like that. So what's five uh, foot in inches? Uh, 60 inches. 60 millimetres. 60, 60 inches is way up. Yeah. It's over, is what you're saying. DeLorean, hey, so DeLorean's too wide? May, possibly. Yeah. Um, That's what? No, five foot is... 60 inches. 60 inches. Right. What did we just say the 
the width. A DeLorean is is fifty is seventy eight inches yeah. width. It's way wider. That's the full car though, so that'll be the, to the outside of the wheel. Yeah, but you're talking what, like Yeah. At, at most what inches it's inches either way, isn't it? Six inches yeah. either way, you're still way yeah. off. Yeah. It's a wide car. But so that's even more a problem because you aren't going to expand the bloody track, are you? Well, you no. Know, you, could, you could you could bring your DeLorean. No. Uh, yeah, I think no they've sense. hacked hacked that to I'm work, but I don't think it's an. Ag- <laughs> That's such a small thing, though. Like in the it's grand scheme of things. It's a part of the story. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah. my other question is: Aren't there two DeLoreans at this point? There's a DeLorean um, that Marty oh, came yes, back yes, in, yes, and the yes, DeLorean yes. that Doc put in the mine. Oh yeah. So isn't the DeLorean in the mine got petrol? Why can't they dig oh, out? No, that's got to stay there, I suppose, isn't it? Otherwise. Marshall oh, vanish. otherwise Marty can't come. Oh, yeah, Marshall, okay, right. Marshall okay, go into the floor and disappear. Okay, into yeah, 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 see, okay. that's why it all falls apart, doesn't it? It all yeah. kind yeah. of falls apart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, they were, as, you, as you've said. That's got the nuclear reactor on it, though, hasn't it? Mr. Fusion. The old one has. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, they're, hang on. They're both, they're both the same version, aren't they? They both, they've got, both Mr. got Mr. Fusion, Fusion yeah. Yeah. Right, okay. Because yeah. the one in the mine is the one for the end of Back to Future 2, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the same one. It's the same one because the, the the one he comes back in is that one that's in the thing from the future, isn't it? So the same car, the two versions of the same car. Mm. Yes, same car. Exa- yes, yes. But didn't he yes. say he needs like rad- radioactive stuff? No, didn't that's he say just... they need. Isn't that listed in one of his problems? No, I think he does, doesn't he? Just, I, think I don't is... remember. Or is that from the first film? Yeah, but hang on, no, because yeah, he's, in the second one, he's just like chucking banana peels and stuff into them. Yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. the nineteen, that's the two thousand fifteen yeah. device where they've you still can just got that throw shit. But that's the that's the car he's in though. Yeah, he's got that right. car. Maybe that's a problem that he talks about in the first film when they go back to the fifties and there's no radioactive. Oh stuff. yes, that is yes, yeah. that is in the fifties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yes, yeah, so they work out that the only way they're going to get yeah, any kind of speed is by pushing the DeLorean with a train. That's how they mm. work out. Like I say, there's a lot of business with like thinking about it. Uh, and then there's this whole oh, right, thing. Sorry, sorry. It's literally so the Mister Fusion is working, and they can use that. It's, it's that it needs gasoline yeah. plus Mister Fusion to run on. That's yeah. the thing. There's no fuel. Yeah. Right. Not, okay. That's, yeah. that's what's going cool. on. And then there's this whole bit about the fourth dimensional thinking because there's the bridge hasn't been built yet, but in the future it will be built. So they can go along it as long as they go into the future. Before, Before they, the they go off the bridge, then they will still carry along on the bridge. So, I mean, that's yeah. explained. You know, we get there. I mean, if you want to go really deep into, like, railways, like, it wouldn't be the same track. The track bed wouldn't be the same height because they would have replaced the track. Yeah, I it was wouldn't be that old, that. It, it wouldn't be, be that same. old wooden sleeper. Yeah, no, I was, I thought, so, yeah, 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 that doesn't thing. make any sense. Yeah. No. Um, so, yeah, as they're there, anyway, they hear a woman. I mean, the, the, the track science in this film is tanking it. <laughs> So much of this track stuff's wrong. Yeah. This is where it falls down. The whole trilogy falls down on some train. Oh, God. There's actually one other thing as well. That time machine train, what gauge has he set those wheels to? Because he comes down quite comfortably onto that train track at the end, doesn't he? In the well, they, they would have been the same as the the tracks back then would have been the same as... Yeah, but he turns up in the 80s, doesn't he? Yeah, so no. Tra- that's what I mean. The tracks are the same gauge. Oh, right. They wouldn't have changed. No. From the 1800s? <laughs> no. Oh, okay, right. Okay, okay. But the one I'm saying, they probably would have been at a different height, slightly different, because it would have been ripped out and put back again with like different sleepers. They right, would have swapped okay, out the wooden okay, sleeper okay. Tra- track for the concrete. Okay. 
But you got so a hop it, on or something. It, you know, it it would have been a janky yeah. connection. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> um, I'll let it go now, Alex. Sorry. Okay, that's the gauge situation has been discussed at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was an hour, an hour on the train. Yeah, thank you for bringing yeah. you to listening to yeah. science fiction. <laughs> Uh, railway gauge uh, rating conversation. <laughs> um, so yeah. yeah, while they're there, they hear a scream, and it's it's Clara Clayton. Uh, the role written for Mary Steen with with Mary Steenburgen in mind, uh, and she basically turned it down until her children said how much they loved Back to the Future, and were like, she was like, "Oh, okay, I'll do it then." Um, you know the weird thing about Mary Steenburgen? Where else have we seen her? Well, yes, I've got this written down. Yes, where else have we seen her? Do you remember her? Chris? Do you remember Chris? Yeah, uh, uh, Kirby Enthusiasm. No, no. No. Watch this with Malcolm McDowell in it. Yeah. Where she dates another man who's gone back in time. Yes. Oh. Remember? Time, oh, time after time. Oh, right. Which is yeah. where H.G. Wells went back in time. Yeah. And she was the... I went, so went forward in time. Yeah. And she was a love interest in that one so as well. So she when, when they, she was interviewed about this and she said, actually, I've played the same scene in that film, Time After Time, oh, and yeah. in Back to Future Part 3. I've had a man from a different time period tell me that he's in love with me, and ha- but he has to go back to his own time. My response in both cases is, of course, disbelief, and I order them out of my life. Afterwards, I found out I find out I was wrong, and that in fact the man is indeed from another time, and I go after him, them, to profess my love. It's a very, it's a pretty strange feeling to find yourself doing the same scene so many years apart for the I, second I time that, in your career. I love how that interview mm. was basically her explaining the plot of the film, just <laughs> like confirming that mm. she understood it. Yeah, mm. yeah, but guys, it, I understood it. <laughs> but it kind of, uh, it does feel a bit like she's been cast almost <laughs> deliberately because of that, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, up, update on the gauge issue. Oh, okay, sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, so every they have standard gauge, which is the same as us, which is four foot eight and a half inches. Right. Uh, it's just their loading gauge, as it's known, is a lot wider than our loading gauge, which uh. is the overhang of the train beyond the rails. Right. That's why their trains seem a lot more spacious uh, inside. Okay. okay. Um, so it, it, but it compounds the problem because it's only 56 inches wide. Yeah. Yeah. The DeLorean's hanging way off the edge. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The DeLorean really should have like a little like, it needs like a little trike wheel or something next to the middle so it can go off like off to one side. It needs a bogey. It needs an out. It needs some structure beyond the bonnet and out the back (laughs) with a railway bogey on each one. (laughs) Just one more train question. I said, yeah. That, um, what was that gauge? The wider gauge? The thing, the handbag gauge. Thing. gauge? Oh, uh, no, loading gauge. Loading gauge. Why, Lo- why don't we have that? Well, because ours wide. were all made in the Victorian times, and I think the loading gauge had always, well, pre-Victorian, like in the 1700s, we were fucking around with trains. Yeah. And it was all to do with the hor- uh, width of a horse. Oh, right. And, right, okay. and how you tie up a horse to it. Right. And stuff like that. Because it started later over there, they thought it was more convenient to be wider. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry, Alex. Mm. That's all right. No, no, no. I bet there's a big crossover with train people in our audience. Oh, of course. No, no, no. No, we're playing to the same audiences. Definitely. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. So, Doc saves Clara from plummeting Mm. into the Clayton Ravine. 
And they're very much like, oh, Marty's all like, oh, yeah, in school. There was some school teacher that plummeted into that ravine, and that's why it's named after her. Yeah, he's which, just, just clicked on that which one. Which is a bit weird, right? Yeah. Now, here's, here's my... Pro- I don't normally like doing this whole, oh, the film, oh, oh, problems with the film. I don't like doing this normally, <laughs> okay. but this one really struck me. Okay, so when we were in 1955 and they found the gravestone, yeah, mm-hmm. it said that the gravestone was put there by my beloved Clara, yeah? Mm, Do you see, I see what you're going, going here? Yeah. He wouldn't have saved Clara if nope. Marty mm-hmm. hadn't been there for them to be out on that bit of thing yep. to have yep. heard her so how can the gravestone be put there by clara if we're yep. not in the timeline where marty's gone back it doesn't make that mm. and i don't like pointing that kind of thing out but that one really bugged me because i was like but, but you made a big point of this clara thing to have this that's whole... the thing and again the yeah. first two films are so clockwork and precise yeah, that when they do make sloppy me. mistakes like this and like lorraine yeah. like it is sort of and did we but we didn't all you get from you having that it, no. by that by having that line, all you get is Doc being like, "Oh, I don't know Clara." Like, oh, well, then you get the you I get wouldn't the fall in love Valley with Drake someone. End, and, yeah, and it, I, I just I don't like normally doing that kind of thing, but it did. I was like, "No, no. that one, well that earned. one well doesn't make sense." Mm. Uh, hey, let's stop uh, and have a quiz. Would you like a quiz? Well, we haven't yeah. had a quiz for a while. I thought we've already had a quiz about train games. <laughs> well, we have had a quiz. <laughs> it's a quick. Oh. It's a quick fire quiz. So obviously these films very famous for having the song uh, "The Power of Love" by Huey Lewis and the News. So mm. I am going to tell you some artists and songs, and you're going to name the film that they're from. Okay. Okay. So, Sam, Elton John. What's this got to do? What's this got to do with well, train gauges? It's nothing to do with train gauges. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> it's to do with Back to the Future. <laughs> okay. okay. Elton John, Circle of Life. Uh, the Lion King. No, it's it's Chris's question. You said Sam. Lion no, King. Oh, sorry, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> you said Sam. All right, but I'm gonna, okay. Well, all right. Okay, all right. We'll just give that to Chris. It's all gone. Wow. It's all gone horribly wrong. <laughs> Thinking about trains. He's flustered because uh, this gauge situation. Gary Jules and Michael Andrews' Mad World. Sam. Donnie Darko. Yep. Uh, Chris. B- Billy Ocean. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. It's a great song. Eighties. Kathleen. Uh, what's it? And Michael. Uh, what's it? <laughs> no yeah uh, I can't sorry wow. don't know. Sam do you want to steal no. no Breakfast Club Jewel in the Nile Jewel in the Nile yeah uh, Sam Gangster's Paradise by Coolio that's from a film yep oh oh Turtles 2 nope Chris do you want to steal M- Michelle Pfeiffer oh uh, what's it fucking called teaching some kids from the streets yeah I've st- oh Skip. I'll know it when you tell oh. it. Dan- Dangerous Minds. That's it, Man. yeah. Okay. Rando film. Uh, Chris. Christina Aguilera, Pink, Little Kim and Maya, Lady Marmalade. Oh. Do you know that, remember that one? No. No. That's not Austin Powers, is it? No, Moulin Rouge. I was going to no. say Moulin Rouge. Oh, okay. Rat. Sam, All Saints, Pure Shores. Oh, that is... Um... Oh, it's that fucking shit one with uh, yeah. the beach. The beach. Yes, yeah. very good. Uh, Chris, Michael. Good song though. Michael Sembello, maniac. She's a maniac, maniac on the floor. Yeah. No. No. Flash dance. Fuck. Uh, Tom Petty. <laughs> yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, Tom Petty, free falling. 
Sam Draper. I didn't know it was from a film either. A film we've um, watched on this podcast. No, not a film we watched on this podcast. No, sorry. I'm lying. <laughs> uh, Tom okay. Cruise film. Cocktail. Jerry Maguire. Uh, Righteous Brothers, Unchained Melody, Chris. Well, it's not from the film, is it? Oh, it wasn't written the film. Yes. Yeah, Ghost. Uh, Brian Adams. Well, written for Ghost. Now I know, but these are famous songs Ghost. from the... Yeah, they were made more famous by the film. Okay, okay. Uh, Brian Adams, Everything I Do, I Do It For oh, You. fucking hell. Robin Hood. Prince of Thieves, yes. Uh, Chris, Eminem, Lose Yourself. No, what's that? Eight Mile. I know. Eight Mile. I know. That's his best song, yeah. I think. Uh, Steeler's oh, Wheel, Stuck it, In The Middle With You, Sam. Reservoir Dogs? Yes. Uh, Kenny Loggins, Danger Zone. Fire oh, uh, Top Gun. Yes. Uh, Tina Turner, We Don't Need Another Hero, Sam. Oh, uh, it's uh, Beyond, Beyond Thunderdome, yes. Max 3. And Chris, last one, Aerosmith, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. <laughs> I don't want to uh, kiss. Armageddon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And very last of all, Sam. My favourite Michael Bay film. Yeah. yeah. Kiss from a Rose by Seal. It's important to clarify that one. Uh, Batman Forever. Yes, well done. Okay, you, you're about even on that, I'd say. It was good. Uh, yeah, that was a quiz. We haven't done a quiz for a while. Just thought I'd throw one. You missed off Double Back. I did miss off Double Back. That's where we're at of the film, in fact. Mm. The ZZ Top Party. So um, they, um, they go... step down from Power of Love, isn't it, Double Back? A little Terrible bit. Song. It's a little bit. And it's funny how famous they... I guess they were very famous at that point. Oh, they're much bigger in America, aren't they, I think, than over here. That's yeah. The thing, isn't it? I love, the one bit I love about this, the guy who's got the drum, when they start back up again, he hits it and the drum oh, yeah, goes spins. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. plays on the side of it. Like yeah. That. So, yeah, so Doc and Marty are at this, uh, at this Hill Valley. It's the clock dedication. They're trying to raise money. Is it? No, they're not raising money for the clock, are they? They're, they're putting like it up. They're celebrating. They're doing. And this is when Marty and Doc take the photo, which previously only had docking which mm-hmm. again cements this whole weird Clara Gravestone thing but whatever uh, and everyone's dancing and having a great time and um, Doc asks Clara to dance um, Marty plays it's very the boring isn't it shooting game mm. I don't <sighs> I like the music I think it's shit it's a bit again it's a bit slow but again we're in this kind of western narrative aren't we because the mad dog turns up with his gang they have to give their weapons mm. in but he's mad dog smuggled in a little um I just feel like gun. this film. Once Marty's in the West, right? Mm. Oh, so once Clara Clayton turns up, from there until the the final sort of getting the trade, getting the car going, yeah, I find it so boring. It's so slow. You think? Don't you think? Oh, I still enjoyed it. Okay. I still enjoyed Chris, it. Chris, are you what do you are you are you with it? No, I just want to get to the train bit now. Yeah, okay. Um, that's fine. We can we can barrel through. Uh, Marty invents the free. It's not, it's not, I'm not saying you're. A no, 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 no. The film no, itself yeah. is kind of a bit boring in the middle. Yeah, of it. I think I think it just sits. I just think it really sits into this western. I like his theme. model of the train. Oh, that is that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Marty invents the frisbee, uh, which is all. It was they were pie pans. Uh, uh, so that is like it was a uh, Yale. The campus of Yale that they used to throw them around uh, on. That cult salesman's good, isn't he? The guy. Yeah, that's good. He plays the game he's, and he gives him the gun, good. doesn't he, and all that. And I, I refuse to believe that playing like quack shot or whatever in the arcade is going to teach you how to fire a cult. That's not. Yeah. That doesn't well, work. America. Yeah. They probably all shoot them anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> this this cool. whole situation leads to uh, Mad Dog challenging Marty to a fight in the streets. Uh, you know, before breakfast, a duel, a duel, as it were, yes. And um, it's because uh, they don't have their guns there and all that. And there's this—he he sets it for eight o'clock, 
Because in his mm. head, he's like, oh, we'll already be back in time at that point mm. because we're going earlier than that. But like I say, I think I did... This bit I like is when he talks to Seamus and he his, his ancestor brings up this whole thing about his brother who died in a stupid fight. And then they say like this whole thing of like, oh, you need to like, you're just too angry. You need to think about your future more. And Marty does this whole like, I'm always thinking about my future. Like that. But I quite like how they bothered to try and make this whole being called a chicken thing an actual <laughs> character. Like they try and make it mean something. At yeah. least they bothered to try and... Do you know what I mean? They tie it up quite nicely, I think, at this point. Regardless of what time he wants the duel, why doesn't Marty just not be there? Because they, yeah. the the car isn't there. Yeah. He's sleeping out of town the night before. Just don't go back no, to the town for the duel. You yeah, know? yeah. It is weird. That's, that it's is not weird. as though like you have to, you know, you have to be summoned to it. Yeah, yeah. Another thing, actually, it's just, I've just put the note here. Uh, basically, during the filming of this, I guess this and the other one, Michael J. Fox's father died and his son was born. So that must have been a very, very weird, like, he must have been quite a weird headspace making these two mm. films to have those things happen and how intense it must have been. It it's must funny because a... during the making of the first one, he had sex with his mum. <laughs> it's just a thing that keeps going in his life. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so uh, this whole bit, there's a whole love bit here where. Doc and Clara talking about Jules Verne and again look at the stars. Looking at the stars, it's just so boring. Like imagine being like a six, an eight year old, or whatever, going to watch this film. Seeing Back to the Future two, and you're like, <laughs> it's blown my bloody brains out. Yeah. Oh, and there's one more six months later, and then you sat watching Mary Steenburgen talk about stargazing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I it's guess. Real calm down from yeah. the, the second. I guess. One. I guess. It's not, but but I mean, then there's a really nice scene with this Doc's breakfast machine. Which we see working, which we in the first film didn't work. I like that. That's nice, yeah. You know, and then Marty does a bit of Dirty Harry in the mirror. Yeah, and the train thing's cool, the model's cool. Yeah, yeah, but then we've got big model section here where, uh, yeah, yeah, we're getting the uh, basically the whole... He does the same joke where he's like, oh, I didn't... I love an explanation with a model. Yeah, I like the joke where he's like, oh, I didn't have very long to make this. Sorry about how the... (laughs) (laughs) That looks good to us, though. But again, in world, right... The planet isn't that complicated. They don't need to go for this whole elaborate model. I assume he had the model already there and he just was using it. I don't know. I suppose. But again, why even bother? Like, it's not that hard to understand. You just switch the track and you put the door in front of the train. Mm. And also, in fact, the most critical bit of the plan is that he's got three colour-coded fuel blocks that he has to fire. Yeah. And he yeah. explains those shouting over the train on the train at the time yeah. of the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's the <laughs> crucial yeah, that's bit. Yeah, that's, that the, actually, that's the bit he should have been explaining. Yeah. I like when he's yeah. asking the train driver how quick it can go. Oh, that's good. That oh, is I like the actual. I like the the like the problem solving parts of these films. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And again, also... like that, like the, like the guy at the end of the mail thing. That is mm. another scene that's nice and slow, isn't it? And they get to have a nice chat with that guy, and like it's very, it feels very real, doesn't it? And very mm. sort of. Yeah. They also have yes. some quite big, because obviously in two, Doc starts up this whole thing of like, oh, I didn't make the time machine for personal gain. I wanted to like discover the answers of the universe. And in two, he starts saying about destroying it, doesn't he? Yeah. And then in, in this, he's even more like, oh, he says traveling through time has become much too painful. And mm. it's like they're kind of getting, but like you say, it's weird, isn't it? Because this has literally been like a... What a seven-hour period for Marty. Not, not for Doc though. Yeah, but for Marty, it's been like, like it's, it's not very. It isn't. Yeah, it's not long at all, is it? Oh no, it's still 
Yeah, I mean, this is the the craziest week of his life, isn't it? Really? <laughs> like, <he's... laughs> yeah. Uh, so yes, yeah, so as we as we mentioned, the exact scene from time after time happens where he goes to uh, see her and tries to. She just is like, oh, I just want the truth, and he says the truth, and she's just like, oh, you're using Jules Verne against me, you bastard. Mm. Um, weird, weird scene. Yeah, but it's followed by the quite, I think, the funniest bit when he goes to the bar and he gets, yeah, he orders a drink, and the bloke's like, oh, are you sure you want a drink? And um, he's uh, he's like just standing there, isn't he? Well, the, the, he sits for like six hours and he's holding. Yeah, the, drink, the gag yeah. is that you think he's. Drunk, drunk, yeah, but he's actually just been holding the drink the whole time, yeah. isn't it? That's the gag. And as soon yeah. as he actually drinks it, because he's telling them all about the future and stuff, as soon yeah. as he actually drinks it, he then faints and they have to wake him up. But unfortunately, everything's happening at once. So, mad dog's outside trying to call him out. Um, Marty says he's just gonna forfeit, doesn't he? He's all right with that, yeah, he's yeah, um, because he realizes that fighting's not the answer, um, but. That doesn't really work, does it? They just come in and start shooting at him, isn't it? It's, it's not really like mm. you can't really forfeit. That's the thing, basically. Um, yeah, they just go, no. He, he runs at the back, doesn't he? That's it. And they they, yeah. up, they chase after him. They try and escape out the yes. back and, and they it, capture him. And as, again, as you say, there's like as I said that there's a very good final payoff where Marty comes out and gets shot and appears to be dead, mm. but in fact he's wearing the tin. Uh, like the door of a it's a door of like a door of furnace isn't it furnace or something underneath and it's like a quadruple play out like this one is such a this is such a really weird like play out of a ton of things because it's linked to Doc wearing a bulletproof vest in one which was the whole thing of one was Will he... He left a note yeah. to read. Yeah. It's linked to the fact that you saw this scene from this from the Clint Eastwood film in, the future. in yeah. 2. But it's yeah. also linked, weirdly, to the fact that in 1, when Marty watches that episode, that old-timey episode, that comedy programme, do you remember? Mm. And he says, oh, this is the episode where the bloke dresses as an alien to make his... Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. the same thing, isn't it? Because he's he's been inspired by... A TV show, and he's put it into his life to then. So it's this kind of like massive, huge Mm. payout. Uh, Mm. And then he punches Biff a lot. There's quite a lot. See, I you know that shot when he punches Biff and he spins like into the close-up shot. Yeah, yeah. But they do it about like seven times, don't they? They do. (laughs) (laughs) Like they just kind of keep doing it, don't they? But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, So anyway, I guess it is the kind of the climax of like this is the end of Biff throughout all time, isn't it? The last of Biff. He he ends well. It's his. It's his. The beginnings of hating manure, isn't it? (laughs) Um, The manure is horse feed. It's uh, horse feed pellets, basically. That manure. Isn't that manure anyway? Well, that's the funny thing. thing. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like implying that the horse feed, it looks like that on the way in and on the way out. It looks gross in his mouth, doesn't it? Yeah. His mouth is horrible. So we're barreling towards the climax here. Doc and Marty uh, run to the train. Clara's on the train, but she hears a barbed wire salesman. Um, Why has that guy got a bit of barbed wire? That's really weird, isn't it? There's a huge... I don't know. Well, that must have been invented then, right? There is a huge big thing about this guy I found somewhere about who he—he's re- a real person. Uh, where is it? 
The unnamed man in the saloon with barbed wire with whom Dot Brown converses is John Wine, John Juan Gates. He was a salesman for the Southern Wine... Gates is not to determinism, isn't it, for Guy Powell, yeah. Bob Wire? Uh, he was a, a salesman for the Southern Wire Company in St. Louis, Missouri, which merged with the wire company of William Edinburgh of Paddock Wine. I don't, it's because all this weird stuff about J.P. Morgan and, like... He f- they must all be real, right? Well, I don't know. It says he, he was one of the people that, like, set up the Texaco Oil Company or something. But I don't know if it's, like, if this made up or if this is... It's based real. on a real person... It's if very it weird, odd, it's a weird it? callback to make because no one's going to get the reference on no, it. Unless they were like sponsors of the film or something. It's very weird. Anyway, so the barbed wire salesman basically is talking about... They've got that lucrative barbed wire. <laughs> yeah. They've got Pepsi barbed in the second one. Placement. Yeah. Barbed wire placement in the third one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Barbed wire must have like revolutionised the West. Though. Definitely, in, yeah. In technologically speaking. Yeah, it's, ca- cattle It's weird that that's all we know about yeah, this man it? though, that he's... He, he likes, but he sells. That's all I need wine. to know. Is that all you I'm need to know? I'm glad that it's in public. I'm glad it's in pop culture that <laughs> yeah. it's being acknowledged. Barbed wire, yeah. big. And thing. not only that, he saved the love life of Doc Brown. Well, so what, yeah. what a man, you know. So yeah, so Clara's run got off her train. Does she got off the train? Yeah, she got off yeah. her train. She pulls the emergency stop and jumps off. Yeah, and that's and gets, so they uh, catch up. They gets get on a horse. Yeah, they rob the train. Well, they don't. They do a science experiment. They yeah. take off the. Uh, they they take off the car what's it called yeah. yeah the top the front the top <laughs> take off the top of the train uh keep the coal start pumping it in <laughs> clara's behind but yeah they've got these three explosive bales but yeah you're right why does doc explain this at this point like he's shouting yeah. like oh by the way yeah like this is very important this bit isn't it and like, i like the visual motif though of the uh the steam changing yeah color. To the three different steps. That looks thing. really good. Bit ridiculous. And then but... there's lots of craziness where she's like hanging upside down, and he might, he's in the DeLorean, and he sends the the hoverboard back. It's too long. It's a bit too long. No, too long. even I think it's a bit too long. Um, and basically, it's just as he hits the speed, goes through, and Doc and Clara kind of veer off on the hoverboard. That's a bad shot. That is. Yeah, that looks. The way, that, yeah. the way they like they go off, and the hoverboard's like. Now suddenly about eight foot above the ground and like veering <laughs> into the sky, isn't it? Like going up like this. Yeah, uh, and then it's yeah, terrible. Marty comes through in now what's been called Eastwood Ravine. So we're assuming that they named it after him dying. Well, yeah, because he would the town folk would be like, "Where's Eastwood gone?" Wouldn't they? Yeah. So he would they, and Doc would have gone. Oh, he died off the ravine. Yeah. To explain where he went. And there's that really funny shot where he's just going along and there's all the parked cars. That's really and good. It's yeah, like, yeah. Ding, ding, and they're just like, yeah. Yeah, he thinks they're waving at him yeah. <laughs> it's because the train's coming uh, and just as he jumps out just as the train ploughs through the DeLorean isn't it made of solid steel the DeLorean so well tra- actually in the last film the doc said that uh, even a 1950s car would cut through a DMC DeLorean like a knife through butter oh, does he? oh he does say that but then in the yeah. first film doesn't he say it's made of solid steel well, the stain the stainless steel body mm. work of the DeLorean, oh, but okay. it's not stronger than it probably yeah. less strong than yeah. the rest of the cars and things. And also, it's a big fuck off cargo train. It comes yeah, through, isn't it? Like, it's a huge. Yeah, I mean, if you see watch videos of yeah. that happening in real life, yeah, it's, yeah. it'll fuck you up, mate. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So Marty's back. He runs to find Jennifer. Who? It's kind of neat how that last journey like just disintegrates it into bits. Yeah. yeah. I quite yeah, like really that good. sort of. Yeah. 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 Uh, he finds he he gets Jen. No, does he find Jennifer first? No, he goes back. Was the uh, was the hoverboard in there? In the no, she, Doc's she got it. it. 
Doc took Doc's on it, and he flew back, flew yeah. away in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He gets home. He goes home first, and Biff's there, and Biff's like really angry. But then we realise that we think, oh no, Biff's gone wrong. But actually, it's still the kind of sad, yeah. kind of meek. Mm. Car valet. Yeah, car Biff. valet Biff, mm. uh, who was still shining up the car. Oh, because they all think he's gone camping, don't they? Um, yeah. For the weekend. I, I really hate all this. You hate all this? It's so unnecessary, all this prattling around with that his girlfriend. And they get Jennifer, they have a kiss. She says she had a bad nightmare. And then she's in the, then she's in the car and then she's a bit like, was that a dream though? Like, actually, yeah. was that all just actually real? And he doesn't really, he's a bit of a dick, he doesn't really say... Like, he didn't really say anything, does he? Well, it's only because she's got the paper. Actually, he... I forgot. Earlier on, there's a bit when Doc says something about, like, oh, yeah, your future. And Mai's like, what do you know about my future? And, and Doc's like, oh, I, I can't tell you all that. And yeah. it's like he knows what's going to happen to Marty with the accident. He does know, yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he deliberately doesn't... Te- but, yeah, that is weird, isn't but it? But especially when now Doc realises that telling people is actually useful because it saved his life in the first film. Why would yeah. he mm. not? Why would he keep that from him? But, but because also, like, why? It, it doesn't make any sense because he's because the, the start of two, he's going forward to stop Marty's kid yeah. going off the rails. But if he yeah. stop, if he just told Marty, "Don't get in that race and crash," yeah, all that future doesn't exist. No. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, they pull up alongside in his new weird jeep thing. Which is not a better car than a DeLorean, is it? Well, DeLoreans are really... On f- that's the whole joke, isn't yeah, it, about DeLoreans? so cool, but... Anyway, big flop. he's in his big Jeep thing, and Needles, played by uh, played by uh, Flea. Flea. And interestingly, there's... in the, the, the Needles gang has got one of each gang from each film. So it's got mm. uh, <laughs> one of the... It's got Ricky Dean Logan, who was in Griff's gang, Christopher Wynne, who was in Buford's gang... Um, and uh, who's the other guy? JJ Cohen, who was in Back to the Future, Back to the Future 2 in like the 50s gang. So he's got like a weird mashup gang from all the other films. Uh, yeah. yeah, so you think that this is the accident, this is the thing that Marty ruined his life with because uh, he gets called a chicken again, but he doesn't. He zooms backwards and they would have been hit by a Rolls Royce. I don't know why they. it's a Rolls Royce. It's a bit. Who is this villainous Rolls Royce driver that was going <laughs> to ruin Marty's life? Like. Why do we not get that payout? Anyway, the very final bit is they're a bit like, oh, oh, it was all great, but I've kind of missed Doc. And then suddenly out of nowhere, a steampunk dream of a time machine train appears. Uh, and it's Clara and it's Jules and Vern, his kids. Uh, and it's Einstein as well. Um, and Doc's great. He gives him the picture. Um, Chris, do you like this train? Is too steampunk for you? Are you pro I don't like the design. I'd like to know who designed it. It's probably not uh, Ron Cobb who designed the DeLorean. Um, mm. I don't like the wings that come out. The wings it are a bit like, naff. Like yeah. a bat, like a bat thing. Yeah. The colour's a bit naff, isn't it? They're kind of black and red. Yeah, yeah. The locomotive before I just been looking up is actually was used in all the old westerns. Like in old Gary Cooper films oh. and stuff, and it was used in Clint Eastwood's Unforgiven in oh. 1992. Oh, that's which cool. Which is interesting. I think they're trying too hard to make it look like the DeLorean, like the back as well, the big thrusters in yeah, the back. Yeah, it didn't make much sense. Like they should have you know. been more original with the design. It looks like yeah. a shit Transformer, I think. It does look a bit it's like a yeah. Transformer, yeah. I, I, I love 
when it takes off and it kind of swings the, the, the wheels out, out like it goes oh, right, yeah. and then like yeah. you know the, the way, tender like, the motion the tender sorry the, the motion of it yeah you know but yes the message here <laughs> is that the fax the fax has been deleted uh, and uh, Jennifer says Dr. Brown I brought this note back from the future and now it's erased and Doc says of course it's erased and Jennifer says, but what does it mean? And Lame. Doc says, it means your future hasn't been written yet. No one's Lame. has. Your future Lame. is whatever you make it. So make Choo-choo. it a good one, both Lame. of you. And Marty's so like, we will, like that. And what is Jennifer doing at the climax of this film? Yeah. Jennifer's a nothing character. And why is she holding a blank piece of fax paper? Because <laughs> it's been blanked out. Your fire's gone away, hasn't it? Yeah, because of your yeah, fire. Yeah, but why has she still got fax paper, though? Why has she still got... Like, because that's how the evidence that that the, has gone through a fax machine. Yeah, it's, this is the weird from a fax machine thing that doesn't ever work in Bats of Future. Yeah, yeah. In the new future, his boss rings him up and he's yeah. like, "McFly!" Yeah, yeah. just post through yeah. nothing to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's nothing. Yeah, just yeah. a bit of paper. Uh, yeah. So Doc, Doc Marty says, "Hey, Doc, where are you going now?" I like how the stationery never disappears. Just the what's <laughs> yeah. on top of the stationery exists out of time. That's yeah. the lesson yeah, of the film, it is. isn't it? It's interdimensional stationery. <laughs> yeah. Paper. It should be called this. This paper's the ultimate leveler in time travel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Marty says, "Hey, Doc, where are you going now? Back to the future." And Doc says, "Nope, already been there." And he flies off. And he flies off into. This is the real, the true sequel of Back to the Future. He flies mm. off into the animated series of Back to the Future. Do you aware mm. of the animated series? I am. Um, it's the first appearance of that science man, isn't it? Um, oh, Bill Nye. Yes. Bill Nye. You know Bill Nye. Yeah. That was his first sort of TV mm. role as the science his assistant on that TV. I show. also read that the Biff guy turns up at the end of loads of the episodes doing like jokes at the end of each episode. Nice. To like, oh, he was a stand-up comic, wasn't he, Tom Wilson? Yeah, he was a stand-up. It's, so. it's kind of weird, but yeah. <laughs> it's really But yeah, weird. so ultimately, really, I guess the, the real sequel is the animated series. Although The real sequel is the Universal Studios ride. Did you go on that? Which was no, fucking amazing. Was it good? Back in the day. you don't, It was like, it was about 12 DeLoreans wow. all in a room, and you got in it, and it was like, you know, gimbal going up and down. Oh, yeah. But you, know, you flew into like a dinosaur's mouth and stuff. It was like you went through loads of different time oh, wow. periods in it, and mm. it was mind-blowing. Hmm. Is it still there, Chris? Is that? I guess that's gone, hasn't it? I guess it's Probably a bit old fashioned now. anymore. Yeah. yeah, it's thirty years it old. It might so. be in Florida. My dad. Sad. But yes, that is the end of Back to the Future Three. And yeah, as 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 we said at the beginning, it kind of they they didn't really. It says the yeah in two thousand and eight. Uh, Bob Gale said the idea of making another Back to the Future movie without Michael J. Fox. You know. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This locomotive wasn't made until six years Whoa, after where no. this film was set. Oh. Wow. So many train errors. News just coming in. <laughs> News just for the train. train for update. the people listening to this, for only the train <laughs> the elements. Train yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so sorry. It- and this company didn't even have these types of locomotive. Oh, fucking garbage. It's a stitch up. Simple okay. bullshit film. Okay, carry on. Uh, yeah, sorry. He said, the idea of making another Back to the Future movie without Michael J. Fox, you know, that's just like saying, I'm going to cook you a steak dinner and I'm going to hold the beef. So, uh, weirdly, they, in a good way, I don't mean to be... I'm vegetarian, so... Yeah. I don't mean to be rude about Michael J. Fox, but his, health, his health condition kind of made them ever making a, a sequel. He could, not it? He was great in uh, Curb, and he's, he's yeah, way gone by that point. I guess. Mm. It just wouldn't... It, it's an action-y film, isn't it? You need... I know. Marty doing... Spin City, though. We're in Spin yeah, City. That was, that was ages later. Again, not much guitar not playing much and hoverboarding. No, no, I suppose and... not. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, that is the end of Back to the Future 3. 
Chris, what did you think about it? Thoughts? I quite like Back to the Future 3. It it ties it all up. I do like Western stuff. I know there's a lot of lame shit in there. Not as good as the other two. Yeah. But, yeah. But still fun. Still Still fun watchable. to me. Yeah? yeah. Okay. And they, but they had to do the love story in there, which I think, you know, the... The performances were all good, I thought. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Sam? It's fine. It's such a come down from the first two for me because mm. uh, it's so boring. Uh, but there are still lots of nice bits. As Chris said, the acting is very good. The the bits of, you know, time stuff is good fun. I just, it's just so dull. Like, it's such a, it's such a not a Back to the Future film in a lot of ways, but I know it's kind of the point. But also it's kind of like yeah. a remake of the first one, but like just a bit rubbish. So I don't know. Yeah. And, and as I said, like, mm. it's not like, this isn't the Westerns. This isn't the, the gritty Western. This is like no. John Wayne Western yeah, rubbish. Yeah. So no, like Saturday, Saturday, Sunday afternoon Western kind of. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So no, it's true. You know, I, 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 and as then, as, as now, I still cannot believe that it's, much better received than the second one. It just it makes no sense to me. No, at all. that must but, have been re. Surely that's been reevaluated. No, now even yeah. now people still think the third one's way better than the second one. No, it's not. Anyway, no, I know. I, I like it. I think it's fun. But yeah, I agree. <clears throat> it doesn't. It hasn't got the kind of like the beauty and like perfect. It's not as perfect as the first film, and it's not as fun and, and kind of experimental and interesting as the second. No. It kind it's so of, sloppy, as we've discussed, isn't it? Yeah, and it does feel good to get Doc's romance, and it does feel like a nice ending. And I, I think if you just watch, like, if you literally watch them in a row, I think it, it's better if you do it that way. But yeah, again, on its own, it really doesn't really work. And it, it's I, it's the weakest of the three. I think I think as a in a row, it's, it's rubbish because two such a ridiculous mess I think two should, they should be switched round I think because two is like a climax mm, of like okay. we are going full steam ahead to the point of it's breaking here yeah I guess we, you know yeah, every possibility breaks and then this is like such a come yeah. down of like or oh, we couldn't possibly outdo two so we've not even bothered to try you know yeah no, I'd have done them the other way around yeah. but, then, but then no one would have gone to see three would they because if, if, two, if three was two you'd be like this isn't back to the future I'm not interested no, in three no yeah you know, so it's mm, kind of yeah. a yeah no, I guess thing. yeah yeah mm. Anyway, let's rank this. Uh, let's rate, rank, score, score. Let's score this. Let's score this. Well, I think science is automatically lower than the old one because of all these Whoa. training accuracies, isn't it? Yeah, really? and all this steam, steam science, which isn't really. I mean, could you that that fridgy build? <laughs> it's not science, is it? What, no, there's, there's a bit. Few more liberties you. being. There's a few more liberties being taken. But the thing is, they do attempt to explain it all, and I don't. It's not like. It's not like beyond the realms, and I think because he does a lot of explaining scientifically of why they can't do certain things, I do think it like keeps it up there slightly okay. in the science. I would go sort of okay. a seven again. Seven? Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I know we found some errors in the track game. <laughs> well, stuff like yeah, that. maybe it should lose a point for this. Well, you've literally said that the train shouldn't even be there. Well, I guess, but there's probably a million things that shouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah true. It's a Western, it's a, like a film vision of the Exactly. Yeah, in, exactly. in that world, they are explaining yeah. a lot of what's going yeah. on within that world. Okay. Mm. Craft, I mean, it's not, it's, it's it still competent, looks it looks good. We don't, have a, very, uh, we don't have as much of the cool millions of, I mean, there's a couple of Martys, but that's all you're getting really, isn't it? There's no more Biffs or 
You're not getting any of the cool fun. You don't get as much of the, the split screen no. stuff. No, no, no. It's service, Seven? Yeah, it's serviceable. Six. It's still a really well-made film, yeah. isn't it? Just yeah. not quite quite as well-made. Yeah. I think this is... The script's a bit... Low. Yeah, the script's a bit more clonky, I'd say, definitely. It's not as, It's not the same. Um, six? Yeah, six. It's not awful, is it? It's no, just not... no. Uh, significance, not really. I mean, apart from it being part of... I think this is low, because... Yeah, like a four? Because you don't, because there's no nostalgia mind from part three, is there? No, like no. it's kind of forgotten. No, or the, you might really, see the, the train at the end. Play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd put it like three or something like that, three or four. Yeah, it's really the train, isn't it? You're right. Yeah. It's more the train. Yeah, the, the train is your remember of it. Yeah, yeah. Not first in franchise, not question, not poppins. Right. Let's uh, get out my tilt, Chris. You're in my tilt box. Thank you. Uh, right. Let's tilt. Match the future. Three, three, two, one. Tilt. Oh! I gave it five. Chris gave it six. Alex gave it five, which gives us a point six one three. So point six one three. That means it's sitting. Oh, I'm gonna have to go down a bit. Uh, Just oh wow, we're above the Martian, but underneath Demolition Man. Uh, So quite Hmm. low there. Number eighteen. Yeah, seems fair to me. Yeah, yeah. It's not all similar. Similar vibe to Demolition Man. No, 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 no. I'm not going to fall for this again. Um, Wouldn't uh, you agree though? With like, no. maybe the second one is more like Demolition Man because of the cars. And but stuff. Demolition Man is about someone who's out of time. So in a way, you are right. It yeah. is a bit like Demolition. Man. Oh, damn it! It always works. <laughs> damn it! Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, and the desert is a lot like the Martian as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the films. There's no new ideas in science fiction. That's basically mm. what you're saying there. Uh, so that was our Back to the Future trilogy. We've done all three of them. There aren't any more to do. Um, no, so that's that. Next week, we're going to go back to one of our heavy hitters. <laughs> no, we're not. Oh, so next week... We're doing next a new week. season. Oh, yeah. yeah. So next, Sorry. next week, we I are... I thought we did it the other way around, so I'll, I'll We're going off piste next week. Uh, it's a new season. New, what, was it, what was it called? Have it got a name? Poppins. It's Poppins by Design or something like that. Full <laughs> on Poppins. Do you want to explain to Chris what we're going to be doing? Is it Basically, your... we're going to do films which aren't sci-fi. Well, we're doing one for now that's not sci-fi. Oh, okay. I thought we were doing a season. but We're doing Star Trek 2. We're going to drop them doing? in. We're going to just we'll like... drop them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, we're going to do a movie which is uh, before... Well, until quite recently, actually, I think it still is, is, is always referred to as the best non-Star Trek Star Trek film. Which is uh, Master and Commander? At the, isn't it actually technically called like Master and Commander at the edge of the world or something? It's got Master and Commander colon far side of the world. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, um, which is <laughs> like a Napoleonic naval film, but it's uh, it's really loved by the Star Trek community for various reasons, which we'll we'll find out. To. Yeah. Oh, uh, SFRS Below Zero, that's the name of the season. Because we're going below zero. Oh, that was it. Yeah, so these yeah. will always rank in the negative. Yeah. But we're doing what we consider maybe like good films out there, which are either like reflective of, uh, uh, inspired by, inspiring of, mm. sci-fi. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And we're pairing so, yeah. it, we're pairing it with... We're pairing it with... Uh, Star Trek II Wrath of Khan, yeah. mm. which is basically very similar in its themes. 
Yeah. Yeah. So long-term listeners will know we did this way, way, way back, but it's part of we did three films at once. Obviously, it's not in the new list. It's a very important film. It, I saw it in 4K earlier this year. It got a 4K oh, yeah, release. Too, so there's a reason to, yeah, yeah, yeah. reason to do it again. So yeah, uh, Totally, totally. So, yeah, so that's uh, the next So, two. basically, that, I mean, those two films are like my some of my biggest loves. So, yeah, so this is going to be a very interesting really. It's going to be a Chris, Chris loving, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of naval, cool. gonna be a lot of naval stuff, a lot of boats. If you liked all this train stuff, you're gonna get a lot of boat stuff next. Strap yeah. in. But, but, Strap in. As, but <laughs> if you if you if Master Commander is not for you, don't worry yeah. the week after it's Star Trek too. Yeah. So just yeah. that's what we're doing that. But we're gonna be this. analysing that film in relation yeah, to sci fi framework. Sci fi yeah. tropes, yeah. etc. Yeah. Which will be uh, interesting. And also made by Peter Weir, who is a high Super ranker show. on our on our list. He's definitely ranking up yeah. there. Yeah. Cool. Right. So that's next week. Yeah. Any any emails, mm. any 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 communications? Apart from that other one than, about other than what are we doing? Yeah, but, what are you doing? <laughs> we, we resolve what's that. What's going obviously. on? Yeah. What, what's yeah. this new? <laughs> we resolve that issue. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, we score we do stuff. Now. We that do rebellion numbers. has been quelled. Yeah, there yeah. is numbers yeah. involved. Yeah, deal with yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, and also like obviously the normal complaints about where are you where are you you know it's been three <laughs> the normal weeks. Normal complaints. You know, it's been three weeks. What's going on? Have you stopped? Sorry. Yeah. I mean, God, we've got so many episodes though. Can't people listen to old ones? They're all pretty good. Heard them all. I mean, we're of a we're of a consistent. Unlike Back to the Future, we're of a consistent standard. You know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> consistent, yeah, yeah, yeah. On a certain. I mean, consistent yeah. the cool. quality. I don't mean in the regularity, but yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, where's the pic- well, yeah. what about that Picard episode? <laughs> Yeah. That, it's, it's in it's in the pipes. Did we do that? Did we do that before yeah, as a mixed episode? Did we we didn't give it its own show before? Is that right? still not gone up? The Picard. Episode? I don't know. Am I missed it? I don't know. <laughs> I not put that up yet. Okay, we've yeah. got one in the back. So that's <laughs> yeah. good. Okay. Anyway, well, yes. Yeah, right. So join right. us soon for Master and Commander. Master and Commander. Sci-fi yeah. below zero. Far side of the world. Far side of the world. <laughs> on Stranger Tides. Sounds like a yeah. sounds like a pirate. Have you guys watched, watched, it watched it yet? I've still never yeah. seen it. Yeah. Never ever yeah. seen it. We cool. show it a right. lot at my cinema. People like it a lot. Mate, it's one of my. Oh god, it's so good. Right. Okay. Anyway, that's okay. that. See you next Take week. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.